Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in. I'm Lucy and this is Space to Learn. I hope you're having a lovely week so far. This is just a little introduction because I have another guest episode on the podcast this week, which is really exciting. It's my cousin Amy, who is an incredible human being really. I really, really enjoyed our chat and yeah, we kind of went into university experiences. She does an environmental science degree at the University of York. So we've got some differences in what we've experienced of uni so far. She's also a fourth year, so busy applying for PhDs and grad schemes and things like that. We chat about the application process, what environmental science is, her masters that she's doing at the moment. We also talk about creativity. Amy's such an artsy person, so that was really cool to get her insight on that. We talk about self-expression and journaling and art and um, kind of becoming more confident as you grow up. Please bear with the slightly dodgy audio quality at times. For the most part, it's fine. So I hope you enjoy and I'll leave you to listen to the episode. everyone and welcome back to Space to Learn. This week I am here with my cousin Amy Wright and we're going to be having a little chat about environmental science and uni experiences. We'll probably go into journaling and creativity and things like that as well. Really excited to have Amy on the podcast so if you want to introduce yourself a little overview of you then go for it. Yeah hi everyone I'm so excited to be here. My name's Amy. I am 22. Um, I'm doing a degree in environmental science. Well, I graduated from my BSc last year, um, last summer. And then this year I'm doing a master's by research in environmental science, which basically just involves like a lot of lab work. Um, yeah. And if I think I mentioned, but we're cousins, so um, we've like grown up <laughs> with each other and stuff. So um, it's it's great. And I'm very excited for this chat. It's, we've never done anything like this before, so it's gonna um, it's gonna be fun, I think. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, so I guess we'll start by talking about uni. You're currently doing a master's, like you said, and applying for PhDs and um, graduate schemes and things at the moment. So, how's that been? How's yeah. the process? What's it like? Yeah, it's it's been a stressful one. I can't lie. Um, I kind of realise now, like, I think before I didn't really realise what I had in store and what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely been a bit of a journey so far, ups and downs, but we'll get there. We'll get there, definitely. Um, but I know, I, I have to say, like, I think I've been quite lucky, like, so far. Like, I got into the uni that I wanted and, like, I got the master's. Um, and I kind of just thought, it's fine, like, I'll graduate and I'll get a job yeah. away it'll all be easy it'll be plain sailing but yeah it's it's not been the easiest so far but mm-hmm. yeah I can imagine it's just stressful having to move on from the next one and then completely just focus your attention on the next interview and then if yeah. you get rejected then you have to deal with that as well yeah that's the thing like the applications take so long you spend so much time on it and then I think I get carried away in my head or like I start to picture myself like in that job role living in that mm-hmm and thinking yeah I can do that and then you get the rejection but you have to pick yourself back up and move on but yeah it's quite a quite a weighty ups and downs (laughs) yeah and what made you want to go down the environmental science route and if you want to talk a bit about your master's at the moment and like the research you're doing it might be quite interesting 
Um, to be honest, I don't even really remember like choosing environmental science. I feel like when I was doing my A-levels, the degree that I wanted to do changed every week. I was thinking, yeah, I'm going to go to Bath and I'm going to study architecture. And then the next week I was thinking, yeah, wouldn't it be really cool to be a vet? <laughs> so I think my mum gave me the idea of environmental science. I think we were looking through all the uni like prospectus thingies. And she sort of mentioned this one. I did a bit of research sort of on the topic and I thought, actually that sounds like a really fun thing to do which I think is crazy because some of the people on my course like they've been environmental science like geeks <laughs> for years and years they've <laughs> always known that they've wanted to study this I think I was quite late to the game for it quite nerve-wracking doing something completely different but I've loved it so far I couldn't couldn't recommend it more um, but my current my master's currently so I said it is a research master so basically that involves sort of one massive project, so one big thesis. Um, so you design your own project and you kind of like collect your samples, like process your data and everything. So what I've been doing is I've basically been looking at like carbon interactions in soil, um, adding in, I don't want to bore everyone listening. <laughs> um, I could go on for hours and hours about this, but um, basically involving the addition of iron oxide ochres into soils, seeing if we can trap more carbon in the soils. And theoretically, like that could help us mitigate climate change. It could be one of the sort of things that we do as a country and perhaps worldwide, um, if it all works out, if the ochre does help the soil store more carbon. That is what I'm planning to find out. <laughs> That's so interesting. I think it's really cool seeing how many, because before you told me about it, I hadn't really thought about that kind of thing. And it's really fascinating seeing all the different like aspects of all the different yeah. research that's going on and people are all working on climate change and yeah. really like making a difference with their research. And it's great. Definitely. I think that is what I've loved so much about a research master's is that I've like, especially now like zoom and everything like uh, meeting people like online has really picked up it's become so easy um it's been really really interesting I've been able to see so many different people's projects like have so many people present to me what they're doing um in their masters and their PhDs it just makes you think like how many sort of like things out there that there are like it's eye-opening like how much research is going on at the moment it's really fascinating that's so cool. And then I guess for anyone who doesn't really know what environmental science is, what were some of your like favourite modules or anything like that at undergraduate level and maybe your A-levels and how you kind of, how, how you learn about environmental science, I guess? Yeah, um, it's so broad. That's the thing. I remember this is what I loved about it because I found everything really interesting. I didn't know which part of environmental science that I really wanted to specialise in. So in my undergrad degree, uh, we literally covered anything from ocean conservation to how the earth processes work, tectonic plates and all of that. Um, we also did, we look at climate change, obviously that's quite a buzzword, quite a big one. Um, so I studied at A-level. This is the thing for me because I didn't do geography A-level, I did chemistry, arts and maths. So I remember coming to uni and thinking god I'm gonna be so behind I haven't done geography I'm, I'm gonna spend all of first year catching up gonna not have as much time and like energy to put into friendships and things um so that was definitely quite a big worry but I got here and first year is just a catch-up game for everyone 
some people didn't do chemistry, some people didn't do maths. It's so broad that you could literally study anything and come into studying this at uni. I think that's what I love about it is like you could really come from any background and you can kind of go anywhere with it. I know people now that have gone to get jobs in various countries doing environmental conservation, but also people that are now working um, at like a nuclear plant, looking at nuclear waste and how we can sort of deal with that. Um, It's definitely so broad. So I really love that about it. Yeah, that's great. I think that's one of the reasons I really like physics as well yeah. because there's so many different options that you can go into and you really I mean I guess probably environmental science is a lot more like that but it's great that there are so many different avenues that you can go down and that it's such an inclusive subject I guess that's a really nice thing yeah definitely that that is what I love about it and then I think because I didn't really know where I wanted to go after my undergrad degree I had no idea I kind of thought oh maybe I should do a master's and sort of get another year under my belt of of education and then see where to go from there so I had no idea really even what I wanted to do my master's in for a while and then I spoke to various supervisors they kind of told me sort of the projects that I could be doing if I was working with them and I think that's how I then decided that I wanted to look Mm. at like carbon interactions in soil and like that is such a specific quite a specific topic Um, but even within that it is so broad so it, it is mad, like sort of all the ways, the places that you can go to from one degree. Yeah, that's really cool. That's really exciting. And I'm, I just love hearing about all the stuff that you're up to, because I don't know, for me, you've always been like two years ahead. So I can kind of see what you're doing <laughs> and get a little bit of insight into <laughs> what's coming Aww. next. But um, I definitely yeah. thought about when you went off to uni, because I remember when I was doing my interviews and things, I came up to York because I don't know if we've mentioned, but you're at York University and yeah I don't think I actually said that (laughs) um but yeah so I had an interview at York um and also Exeter and Nottingham but I went and like stayed with you when we when I came up to York and that was so exciting like getting to see what um uni would be like and at the time you were with three other girls three other girls in your house yeah. Yes, three other girls. Yeah, yeah. So what was what was that like, and what's your like experience of um, living with different people? Because now you're in a different housing situation. If you want to touch on that a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I lived with girls that I met in my first year. We all lived in halls together, and then we moved into a house um, just kind of just off of campus in York for second and third year and that was great they they are literally like sisters it's amazing we all got on so well and yeah I do miss them so much they have kind of gone off elsewhere to do jobs um one's doing a master's elsewhere one's got a job and then now I'm living with um a mixed house they're all lovely I've been quite lucky I have to say because you do hear some people that maybe don't get on with their housemates as much so I have definitely been quite lucky that I've got got good friends out of uni um but it is different living in a mixed house I have to say boys can be very messy (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair (laughs) (laughs) yeah my house is um my house is mixed as well so it's 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 good though I really like the dynamic of having um like boys and girls living together it's it's good yeah it is really good definitely Mm -hmm. have you got any highlights from your time at uni and if any like things that stand out as really cool experiences 
Um, I have to say, I'm going to be a big advocate for studying environmental science here. We got to do like some really amazing field trips. Um, one of them was in Tenerife, which was quite incredible. Um, I'd never been there before. And it was such a cool experience to do sort of environmental science studying during the day, looking at how everything on Tenerife worked from like the volcano um, to the landscape to water purification plants. It was very broad, a very broad sort of um, trip in terms of what we were looking at. Um, so that is that is definitely stands out to me as probably the highlight of my degree. So I, I would recommend it for that one reason. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I wish we got to go on like cool trips. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, you do kind of feel like you're getting your money's worth a little bit more. So that's that's definitely one highlight. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, and then I guess because I'm at Nottingham University and you're at York so how did you um, decide to, to go there and what were the things you really like about it or some, some parts you don't maybe? I think York stood out to me I loved the city we came up I came up with my family to sort of look around the city just get a, get a bit of a vibe of how I would be living and what I could be doing here so that was really helpful in helping me decide. Um, I was between Nottingham and York Mm-hmm. I think for environmental science like the course at York kind of I, I think I liked that a bit better than Nottingham um, the labs and the building like really stood out to me they were great um, and that's kind of why I ended up choosing York um, but yeah it was, it's a big decision it, it's a really daunting one to think this one decision is literally gonna decide on the rest of your life like the degree you get the friends you make um, you could end up staying in the city that you study in forever. So, yes, that's really true. Yeah, it's quite a scary one, but oh, I love York. I literally could not could not um, say enough great things about it. If you haven't been, you should come visit when restrictions allow. <laughs> I'm going to be on the first train as soon as the trains yes. are going. I'm on them. <laughs> oh, I can't wait! I was so lucky. Like I came to visit you. I think that was in second year before sort of the pandemic and everything kicked off yeah um, and it was such a nice so we had such a nice time in Nottingham and because mm-hmm. I, I visited on a few open days and things um when I was looking around but I think when you actually go there and stay there um it's such a different experience that you actually get to experience the city in like mm-hmm. the proper way yeah definitely no we had such a good time I, I think because I was in halls at the time and you, you were there and I remember you saying like oh it's so strange like going back yeah. to feeling like a fresher and I was like oh I wonder like what that's like but now that I'm kind of second year I can totally relate to the completely different yeah. atmosphere of freshers. <laughs> oh yeah it's weird because I remember like um sort of older students when I was a fresher telling me oh it does really change like you can see quite quite a difference between each of your uni years and I was thinking oh, how can it change that much? Mm but yeah it, it is quite a different experience in every year it, it does change quite drastically yeah. which is exciting I'm I'm one person who really hates change you know <laughs> um, but you know it, it has been exciting I've loved it yeah definitely and it was there you said you don't really like change that much so how was like moving to uni in the first place and were you nervous about it or any advice for people who were starting university in September maybe or anything like that I guess yeah I I was so nervous I think it was a very daunting sort of idea I'd never spent much time away from home I've been on holidays and things about my family 
Um, but that was really as much time as I'd spent away from home. So it was a scary thing, but I think you've just got to immerse yourself in it. And you never know, like it might not be for you, but you won't ever know that until you just put in a hundred percent and go for it, put the effort in and try and make your friends, um, put the effort into your course as well. I think you never know until you put yourself in that situation, whether you're going to like it or not. And it might not be for some people. Um, I know quite a few people who came to uni and then decided, actually, I'm not sure. Maybe there's another path in life that is more for me. Yeah, um, that's definitely true. I think you've just got to fully embrace it and like know that you're like you have to commit to it and know that you're going to be staying that kind of thing, even if you do yeah. change your mind. And I guess, yeah. is there any times that you've felt that it wasn't right for you or anything that's been quite challenging over the past like four years I guess now um I'd say it kind of it is a journey like it does come in waves like I think especially because you you have all these different modules each with their own specific deadlines and sometimes everything happens at once you have so much to do and you start drowning in your work and you think oh my gosh like why am I doing this why am I paying to be here <laughs> this is horrible um I want out I don't, don't want to do this um and then a few weeks later all your deadlines have passed and you're having a great time um maybe you've got a weekend where you don't have to do anything and you think oh actually this is great I love this so it is definitely sort of a bit of a journey um highs and lows <laughs> All right, yeah. So I think that's just about everything that we can chat about about uni. We're going to move on to talking about creativity and um, I guess some more like personal things now. You are a very creative person, at <laughs> least from, from my perspective. You know the way to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned that you did art A-level. So how was that like combining art with the maths and the chemistry, I guess? Yeah, it was quite interesting because... I remember a lot of teachers at school sort of being like, oh, don't you want to do like another more sciencey subject instead? Or you could do like geography or you could do a biology or something. And I remember at the time thinking, no, like, I love art. Like I loved GCSE art. And I thought, no, I really want to continue this. Um, and I remember like looking around when I was like trying to think of what I wanted to do at uni. I was also thinking, oh, I could go to art college and do something like that which I find it really interesting to think like oh gosh imagine if I'd done that I'd be on like a completely different path in life yeah now. I find stuff like that so fascinating because it's just you make one decision and then suddenly it splits yeah. off and you can't imagine anything else happening it's crazy yeah. but no I I love it I think it's really nice to sort of have that escape you could have like quite similar subjects at school um, which all like a very high intensive work and I think it's it's quite important to have like something kind of on the side that's a bit different that is yeah a bit more of an escape from like very academic-y sort of subjects mm. so, I mean it, it was hard work they set an awful lot I know you did art GC as well and oh they set so much work yeah <laughs> yeah our GCSE was my hardest GCSE by far like yeah. it takes a lot out of you to be so creative and be have creative, to definitely yeah and it's really not talked about I guess because people are like oh that's like the easy option that's the easy yes. way out and you should just do science and stuff but 
like art is really hard <laughs> definitely I remember it would occupy all of my evenings all of my weekends through a levels it's like it's a lot to balance with trying to do homework from other things as well um and I do remember this used to really bug me when people would say oh art that's such an easy subject like you just paint all day and you really enjoy it and I'm like yeah like I do I love it but it's hard <laughs> it ain't yeah. <laughs> for sure yeah and how much do you like paint and find time for doing art and things now like do you still manage to squeeze that in oh yeah I, I think it is such a nice escape sort of from when you come home from uni or when you're having a break on the weekends and stuff like it's really nice to sort of have that thing that takes your mind off of your day-to-day life and I think for a lot of people like it that could be anything like it could be something creative it could be exercise it could be reading um it could be literally anything but I think for me like art and being creative is yeah it's definitely such an escape from from reality for sure Mm, that's great yeah I've definitely found that with I don't know things like yoga and doing the podcast and stuff it's just so nice especially when everything seems to be on zoom and online nowadays like yeah actually disconnecting from all of that and finding something else to do I mean I know we're recording this on zoom but (laughs) (laughs) like needs must (laughs) but it's it's definitely a really good thing to have something else to do to to, definitely to spend your time doing and to use your brain in a different way I guess yeah yeah I think for mental health as well like it's it's such an escape for that um just to have that one thing that's a bit different from the rest of your life it definitely definitely helps keep me sane I would say mm-hmm. and I love like you always make little birthday cards for people and <laughs> they're always very lovely <laughs> you're a little presents I've got you a room thing that you made for Christmas a year as well people won't be able to see it but <laughs> the little um canvas that you made that's very cute Aww, I like it a lot that makes me happy <laughs> yeah my housemate came in when I, when we'd moved back in from Christmas and she was like did someone make that <laughs> she was so impressed Aww. by it oh I love that that makes me so happy it's it's really cool um and I guess that kind of leads into self-expression as well is there is art kind of something you just do more for fun or is it kind of a way to express maybe your emotions and thoughts and things like that yeah I think definitely it can be like a way to express emotions I know like if I'm having a bad day and I start painting or something sometimes that can really help it it can definitely help to get things like out of your head and onto the paper sometimes it makes it worse because I paint like this is a load of rubbish why did I my time doing this but I have to remind myself it's not a waste of time like you've, you've taken your mind off whatever's been bothering you and yeah it, it's definitely a good way of expressing yourself but I would say that for sure yeah that's a big thing as well because I I always feel really guilty for spending time doing things other than like physics and like academic work so it's it's like it's a good thing and it is still productive and healthy to spend your time doing other things I think definitely like I do have to remind myself that because I could sit and paint for hours or sit and sew for hours and I think oh I could have spent this time like reading that paper that I have to read or writing a bit of my thesis or something (laughs) I, I then have to tell myself actually no like you need this time for yourself like it's very important to try and take that out of your day time for yourself like it definitely does 
does help with mental health and everything for sure yeah it makes a big difference and then often if you just spend all your time working on that one thing that you're doing then you just don't it doesn't like the results don't turn out as well because your mind just gets tired so it's it's definitely a, a really cool yeah, thing yeah it is yeah it's important it's kind of like what they say about taking breaks when you're working as well like this I, I kind of see it as a break because you're taking your mind like you're using your mind in a different way I know there's that whole saying where it's like I think it's the right side of your brain is creative and the left side is more scientific I don't know if that's actually true I've always wondered about that I don't know but that sounds cool <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of it and I always think like oh when I'm sat working like I must be using that one side of my brain and then like I go have a break or paint or something and then it kind of like switches over I quite like to think about that sort of as a concept yeah that makes a lot of sense and it's all about like finding the balance between between the two I guess and seeing it as the right and the left side and trying to like work them together that's a really useful way of thinking about it I guess yeah definitely leading on from art for self-expression is there I think do you journal and things as well because I'm definitely a big journaler I've really got into that over lockdown so do you do you journal at all and is that something that helps you as well with mental health or I I've been trying to especially I loved your podcast episode that was on the journaling and it, it gave some prompts and like, I've been trying to use them I have like a nice diary and I think that is the thing like when you have like some nice pens and a nice book to write in um it does help to sort of express your emotions I'm not very good I think I do need to set more time like out of my morning or evening to do it um I, 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 it's something that I'd love to sort of get into more but it definitely does help when when I've done it as well yeah it is I think it's just like making it a habit and yeah. making it something that you really want to do rather than it being like a chore that you have have to do I guess but yeah yeah that's I think a lot of people will relate to not being able to stick to it I definitely I like tried to write diaries and stuff for so many years like I've got some from when I was like eight and I just never stuck to them I don't know why it's clicked this time but yeah uh, I really enjoy it (laughs) definitely I feel like I'm the same with that I've always tried to do stuff like this but I've never been able to sort of get it into my daily routine so hopefully I will get there (laughs) I remember as well I was looking through some like photos at Christmas and there was one from I think it might have been a video actually at the home videos that my mum and dad made um but like we were on holiday and we were like sat making our scrapbooks and journaling and writing out our whole holiday it was so cute I love having stuff like that to look back on as well I'm so glad our parents kind of told us to be creative and do things like that and I think we loved doing Mm -hmm. it as well I remember yeah collecting leaflets and like pebbles and anything when we're on holiday (laughs) putting it into a little journal or a scrapbook or something and it's so nice like my mum always finds things in the cupboard like oh this is something you made Lucy when you were like six and eight years old yeah it's so cute and I love that like I I really really appreciate that mum and dad made all the home videos and stuff and I've got all the photo albums because it's it's so nice to look back on it and that's kind of one of the reasons why I enjoy journaling because you look back and there's all these moments that you kind of just forget about that happen yeah that's so true actually and I know we, we, we're doing that whole one second of a day thing where you kind of film a second and then you use this app and it puts it into a little film for you. And I think that as well was like, I, look, I would look back 
and think, oh my gosh, I don't remember doing half of those yeah. things. But and other things like that where you can kind of look back and remember because my memory is awful. <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> I forget like so many little details. And then when you just have something jogging your memory, yeah. it just brings back so much yeah. more. So that's definitely a, a great thing, I think. Uh, I guess moving on from that, I have always like been like I said earlier I've been like two years behind so from my point of view you always seem like such a confident and like you've got it together and you know what you're doing <laughs> but I wonder like how much that is true and whether you've had to kind of grow your confidence and things over the years and yeah I think confidence is I've definitely grown in confidence over the year I think there are times still where I totally lack self-confidence but I think definitely when I was a teenager and going through school like self-confidence that was not there I think for a lot of teenagers teenage girls they do find that it's something that I think coming to uni and kind of maturing a bit and I think there is a whole lot more talk now about sort of how to build yourself um how to care for yourself like how to care for your mental health and things like that is a lot more talked about and I think that kind of helps you grow as well like that definitely kind of helps build self-confidence but yeah I think as a teenager it it kind of sucks doesn't it I think a lot of teenagers go through that where they actually have very little self-confidence and you do go through that like those bits in life where you think oh my gosh like I'm such a failure comparing when when I compare myself to my peers and my friends and things and yeah it's it's tough Mm. Yeah, I I completely relate to that. I think I was always thinking, oh, well, I'm not doing this and this person's doing this. And why don't I like look like that and stuff? And it's just you realise how unhealthy it is as you get older, I guess. Yeah, I think that's the thing as well. Perspective. I think getting older, I do look back like from teenage years and from when I was younger. And I think, wow, like that was really unhealthy, like how like to compare yourself and and to sort of think down about yourself for the most silly reasons but I think perspective and maturity definitely help sort of gain those gain gain confidence yeah. really and you just kind of it's just practice at the end of the day I guess because you don't like no one comes out well maybe some people do but no one's like born being this really confident ultra secure person like you have to kind of build it up over time but you don't really well I definitely didn't really realize that at the time yeah I I I thought that as well I think it is something you have to work on and like it's not something that you can just switch on and off like overnight it's something that you kind of have to build into your life definitely I agree I think confidence is definitely something you have to practice um and I'm going to finish by asking you the question that I've been asking to all of the other guests that I've had on the podcast so far, which is, what's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Oh, I've been thinking about this for a while. <laughs> I knew this was coming, so I, I have been thinking about this. So I would say for me, it's something my mum always says to me. She always tells me to be proactive and to kind of give a little bit more about that. Basically, I think I kind of have a bit of a personality where... I can just let things be and you know sometimes that's that's absolutely fine like that's quite a good sort of mentality to have um but I think I'll just let it be and whatever happens happens and you know life will work out everything will be fine but she always tells me no be proactive do that thing that you want to do send that email or follow up that conversation 
go to that event it, you can apply it to so many aspects of your life literally but I think now that I've started doing that I've definitely seen more opportunities open up in life that's great advice I completely agree I think sometimes you just there's things that you want to do but unless you actually make time to to put them into action then they just like stay on these to-do lists in our heads and you never actually make time to to do the things you want to do and then I guess that's when you see people who are like I don't know maybe like 40 50 in these situations where they're thinking oh well I never went and did that like what well how has the time gone and that kind of that scares me sometimes because I'm like I just want to I don't want to look back and regret not doing anything so. definitely that is something that makes me really nervous I'm like I don't want to get on to later in life and think oh I wish I did that when I was 22 or I wish I wish I made that choice or went to that place or something mm. it's a good piece of advice that I've received kind of helped me grow definitely that's really helpful advice auntie Nick is well so your mum auntie Nick is um sometimes like sends me things to read and and like yoga videos and stuff because we're both into that and she has the best advice so thank you for sharing that (laughs) she is a superhero (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like we should do a little shout out to um Nana and Pops who'll probably be listening as well oh yes definitely (laughs) hello Nana and Pops (laughs) hello (laughs) um no it's lovely and I have really really enjoyed this this chat Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been so much fun and I feel like everyone's going to have learned a lot from this conversation because you've got a lot of knowledge oh. to share. So thank you for coming on. I hope so. I hope I haven't just been talking random stuff no. to all of you. You've nailed it. It's been great. <laughs> oh, thank you for having no, me. No, you're welcome. And I'd love to have you back and maybe, maybe when we can actually see each other in person, we will yes. do another episode in person, not on Zoom. <laughs> oh one day one day it's been so long since we've like actually properly seen each other it's really sad but I know it's mad it is mad it makes me so yeah hopefully by the summer we'll be able to do more exciting things yeah it's all looking hopeful definitely it is yeah and as soon as 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 we're allowed you can come to Nottingham and I'll come to York (laughs) yes oh I can't wait for it honestly be great fun (laughs) well thank you very much for coming on and thanks to everyone for listening hope you've enjoyed it and i'll be back again with another episode next week bye bye